You're listening to the Hustlenomics Podcast, episode 91. You're listening to the Hustlenomics Podcast, a podcast all about inspiring female creative entrepreneurs, their stories, experiences, and life lessons. Hear from women working in creative industries who are breaking the rules and doing things their way. Learn from their challenges, struggles, failures, and successes, and get an inside look at their top tools and resources that help them along the way. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Hustlenomics podcast. I'm your host, Katie, and today I am so excited to be talking with Erin Worley. She is the author of One Truth, One Law, I Am, I Create an inner voice coach, and a registered nurse with a BA in history. She has been talking with her inner voice since 2011, and her mission is to help you unlock your amazing inner power to be happy, successful, and live the life you were born to live. So Erin, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks, Katie. I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. Well, I would love to kind of learn more about you and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, well, um, like probably a lot of your listeners, I have a very eclectic background. As as you just mentioned, I've done a lot in my life in a, in a short amount of time. I'm in late, my late 30s. And I think when I was uh, graduating high school, I was like, well, I don't know what I want to do because I want to do everything. You know, <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm coming from is I've never wanted to pigeonhole myself. And it's taken me basically 20 years of life to get to the point where I understand that I can't dig a hundred foot hole by digging 10, 10 feet holes, which is what I've tried to do most of my life. And once I finally came to that realization, that's when stuff really started moving for me. But I've, I've done so much. I'm an RN. I don't practice though anymore because I have two little children. And that's what actually led me to finally get serious about starting my own business because my, uh, my daughter had some difficulties and I had to stay home with her at my job. And it is, I'm sure a lot of your listeners are stay at home moms too. And it's overwhelming to devote your life completely to your children. I feel like you really have to have something besides your children that fires you up that that you can concentrate on, focus on, that's just for you. And I felt like after I, I made that switch and started really going after my dreams, I became a much more calm, much more loving mother. I was like filling up the self-love tank for myself by going after my dreams. And that allowed me to give so much more love to my children. So that's where I am. I'm a mom and I'm going after my dreams at the same time. That is amazing. I absolutely love that that perspective. And so I would love to kind of hear, you know, my mom's a nurse. I have a lot of friends that are nurses. It is such an amazing career, but it is super demanding and structured as well. So moving away from that kind of very structured career to being a new mom and owning your own business, what was that journey like? It had to be a little crazy at first. <laughs> Oh, it totally was because you're absolutely right. Being a nurse is so structured and I didn't want to stop being a nurse. You know, this wasn't really my first choice, but I, my daughter wouldn't, wouldn't nurse. She wouldn't take, I'm sorry, she wouldn't take a bottle. And so my husband was having to bring her in. I had, first of all, had to switch. So I was working night shifts. So he could then bring her in while I was at work 
to nurse three times a night. And, you know, that lasted for a few weeks before we finally said, well, something has to give. We're going to have to figure something else out. So I, I feel like the choice wasn't mine, but in the end, I'm incredibly happy with it. So it is so much less structured. And I, by nature, am a procrastinator and I'm not organized at all. And I have found that, first of all, it took me maybe six months of having this business before I realized, oh, duh, I need like a planner where I can write everything down. <laughs> so otherwise, like I'm scheduling like a podcast, for example, and I'm just keeping that in my mind because I was never like really raised to be organized. So that's been the biggest shift for me. Like you said, when I'm a nurse, I show up to work and I know what my job is. It's all very laid out. but. When you're your own boss, you're doing everything. I have managed so many people. I have, I mean, the things I've done since I've started this, it like blows me away how far I've come in about, uh, about a year, really. Um, and the biggest shift for me has been organization that makes all the difference. Yeah, I would love to talk about some of those organization tools that you found to be helpful. Um, but, you know, you mentioned that you're kind of a multi-passionate person and I, completely connect with that. I have so many things that I love to do. And so narrowing down kind of what a good business idea was so tough for me. And since you mentioned like, this is not exactly something that you had thought you would always do. How did you choose what business path to follow or business niche to, to kind of invest in? Yeah, great question. Well, I actually wrote this book, One Truth, One Law, in 2011. But it's actually a book of conversations between my higher voice, which calls itself I am, and my husband. And it is very like spiritual, new agey. And I was terrified to tell anyone that I was talking to a voice in my head. Even though I believed in it and it's super uplifting, it's it's pretty awesome. Um, I was so afraid of what my family and friends would say. So I stuck the transcripts in the basement and didn't look at them for years because I was embarrassed of being myself, basically. So after my daughter was born, we took those transcripts out of the basement just because I was I was home, you know, I was on maternity leave and I found them and I oh my God, this stuff's amazing. This could help so many people. And everything I do in my business is actually coming from my higher self, my inner voice. And uh, I find that when I follow my own inner direction, as opposed to what all the experts are telling me, not that I don't take experts' opinions, but then I, I say, okay, is that what resonates with me? I find that I, I get so much done so much quicker and easier. You absolutely, and you know, I would love to talk about your higher self. I've, I read on, on your website a little bit, but I would love to hear in your own words how you first connected with your higher self and what that journey was like. It might be something that, you know, a lot of my listeners might not have heard of before. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, my whole life, I didn't even realize that, like, there was a voice in my head. You know, I had all these really negative thoughts. I grew up in a really loving family, but I was bullied really, really bad. I had really bad acne growing up. And I just, I pretty much thought I was worthless as a human being. And it wasn't until I, I got older and started reading self-improvement books, I started wondering, well, hey, wait, is it possible that I'm not worthless? And I started reading more and more. And I, I came across a book by a channeler. And I was like, oh, well, I want to do that. If I do that, then I can, I can figure out how, how to make my life make sense. And so 
I basically spent six months trying to figure out how to channel. And what I found is, yes, anyone can actually do this. When people say they're channeling something outside of themselves, it's actually because they don't understand that we really are all one. And which means that we're all God, which means you're God. And there's nothing outside of yourself to, to bring in. And when I made that shift and understood that I am not a little lone individual. I'm a person that has a life path. And it's my choice whether or not I follow that life path. All of a sudden, all these fears that had been holding me back and seemed insurmountable, I understood that they were the only thing standing between myself and a fulfilled life. And all of a sudden, those fears didn't make any sense to let them hold me back anymore. Yeah, that's so interesting. And so were there exercises that you went through, like meditation or, you know, this is new to me as well. So, Oh, yeah, absolutely. So my book, One Truth, One Law, actually is it's not only a collection of questions and answers, it's actually the exact path that I took to do it. So it lays out exactly what you do. But I found in research that pretty much any great thinkers in the world will, in history, will tell you, yeah, you have an inner voice. And it's not just that negative one you're used to that tells you you're not good enough. You have that higher self, that inner voice. But it does take some practice to tune into it. But it's incredibly simple. It starts with when you have a decision to make, you should go, you know, sit down somewhere quiet. And it doesn't even have to be meditation. That is how I started. But what my inner voice tells me is if I started knowing what I know now, I wouldn't have even had to do the whole meditation thing. So it's, it, it's actually very, very simple. Uh, when you break it down, it's just, when you have a have a decision to make, you need to start asking yourself that question instead of like in the past, I would have gone to Google and seen what all the experts have to say. But that's just going to help you if your life path is similar to the expert you're following. And it doesn't work for everybody. And that's why there's a billion different diets out there. There's a billion different ways to run a business. It's because we all have a separate life path. And if you find an expert that has a similar life path, you know, their book might be very, very helpful for you. But if it's different, then it's probably going to lead you somewhere that's not going to be fulfilling. But anyway, so it starts with asking yourself, what do I want? You know, so whenever I have a decision to make, I say, what do I want? Now, there is a, a more complicated process that you can go through to actually start hearing the voice, which I do recommend. And you can read my book to follow it, One Truth, One Law. It's on Amazon. But in the beginning, it's just, it's not necessary. It's about starting to look within and say, what is it that I want? Because my whole life, I didn't understand that there was something I wanted. I just thought I was this lone individual and my parents knew what was best for me. The, the people that were out there that looked successful on social media and on TV, like I should try to be like them, you know, and that's not going to bring you success or true happiness in your personal life. And it certainly isn't in your business life either. So yes, I recommend, oh, but I was going to say, so my, my higher self, my inner voice is the same as your intuition. And I'm sure that Katie, you're familiar with intuition, right? Yeah. So it is exactly the same thing. The only difference is I have taken this process, which all the people out there that say they're channeling something have done the exact same process, whether or not they realize that they've gone through it. 
And so now all of a sudden, when you have that intuition spark and that feeling that maybe you're like, oh, I'm getting either some bad juju or some good juju, instead of having to guess, is that really my intuition or am I just going a little nuts here? You can ask yourself that question and say, hey, I am. Is this, are you telling me something here? And you'll hear actual words. So it's totally worth it. It is a process though. And it's, it's beyond meditation. It's not a difficult process, but it takes time. So that's what I would say. Yeah, that's very, very interesting. And some of the things that you were mentioning with the way your, your mindset and all that kind of stuff, I, it kind of was picking up a couple of things that I heard when people talk about the law of attraction, but I saw on your blog that you had a post about the law of attraction and how you kind of have a different perspective on that. Do you mind talking about that? Yeah, absolutely. So when I started, I was totally like blown away by the law of attraction. When I first, I first saw that secret movie and then I read a few books and I'm like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Right. And it just made so much sense. But once I started hearing my own inner voice, I realized that there was a flaw in the law of attraction. And the flaw is that, well, I didn't realize that my inner voice told me. So the flaw is that it's looking at us as we're individuals. And a lot of the people that are talking about it will say that we all can't come from the same source. But what they're missing there is that we don't just all come from the same source. We are the same source. And it's a complicated idea in the beginning. But once you start realizing that, you'll realize that that's why the law of attraction doesn't always work for everybody. It's not the highest law. The highest law, and that's what my book is all about, is that we exist and we're here to create. Every single thought we have creates. It's not about your emotions. It's not about vibrations. It's not about any of that. Those are things that have been made up to make the law of attraction make sense when it doesn't always work because we are basically manifestation machines and we couldn't stop creating if we tried but because we're all one mind with this little veil over ourselves that makes us believe we're an individual everyone else around us is creating our reality too and that's where the law of attraction is a little bit confused because if you believe you're the only creator of your reality it's unfortunately just not true and people tend to get really dismayed after a few years of pretending to be happy all the time and realizing they still aren't creating all the things they want. So it's it's not a bad starting spot, but it also can sort of get people off that path of seeking for the truth when it doesn't work and you don't understand why. And all the experts are just telling you it's your fault. Your emotions aren't happy enough. You're not vibrating right. You know, that's just absolutely not true. And it's um, a misunderstanding based on believing that we're individuals. And it's interesting that all the basically all the the major ancient wisdom that that's still around today is based on oneness because and I know to most of your listeners this is going to be brand new but it really is coming out more and more every day even with science that we really are all one yeah I love that perspective and you know since we kind of focused on entrepreneurship and business on this podcast how have you kind of used this practice and this uh, realization that you've had to work in your business and do you coach other people to use it in their business well, I don't coach business people specifically. My mission is really, there's so many wonderful people out there that coach specifically for business. That's not what I do. My everything is about helping people realize that they have this higher self, this inner voice that they can tune into. And you can use it for anything, for business, for relationships. It's 
for fulfilling yourself personally, because it really is who you really are. You know, as a, a business owner or an author, or you know, how do you kind of use this in your everyday life, you know, running the business? Basically, every decision I make in the business, I go to my higher self. And I notice when I forget to do that, or when I think, no higher self, I am, you are wrong. This doesn't make sense. Because with my business, I'm constantly looking at what people who have gone before other authors, other um, website developers, all these because my business is is writing books, it's a blog, it's social media, there's so many components to it. You know, I thought when I when I started being an author, it was gonna be oh, I'm gonna write a book and throw it up there. And, uh, and but that's not how it works. You have to be everywhere today to break through. I very much see the best results when I listen to what my inner voice says. So even though all the gurus might be telling me to do one thing about my website, I find that if my inner voice is telling me something else, that's what I have to listen to. But I always absolutely go and take the advice of everybody else first. And then I say, Does this, is this what resonates with me? And I have a, a billion times in this business when I said, you know what? No, I, I'm not going to listen to you, inner voice. You're nuts. You're saying the exact opposite thing of everybody else. I'll give you an example. So my inner voice wrote a video promo for my book and it was, it was word for word. And so I went and I had the video made and it was in production for a few days. It was a pretty simple little video and I was paying maybe like $400 for it. And after a few days, it was in production and I started getting nervous thinking, you know what? Those words weren't right. I, ah, you know, I think I have to, and it, one of the words in there says, we are all God. And sometimes when I say that, I get a little bit nervous because even though that is my message, some people, you know, it really freaks them out. And so I, without listening to my inner voice, just saying, you be quiet. I went and I told the the video person, take that part out. It, I just, I don't think it's going to work. And, um, and this was early stages and I hadn't done that much testing. And I found out just a few days later from, from doing some tests that that was the one part of my message that really resonated with people. And I had just spent $400 and cut it out. So it's absolutely, for my business, it's been life-changing to understand that, yes, I can get direction from my higher self, and the direction is going to be right, even if it's not what everybody else would tell me to do. Because at the end of the day, if my message is, we are all God, I don't want to be bringing in people to my book or to me that are at least interested in that, right? Because then I'm just, I'm spending money to, uh, some way or another to bring in people who are going to be repelled by me or who might leave me bad reviews. So yeah, trusting myself. And that's, that's a great place to start is I feel like so many times and all the great ideas we have is always our inner voice. And then we have that, that doubting voice of our ego that pops in and says, no, sit on the couch. You can't do that. That's a bad idea. I feel like so many of the times those first ideas we have, that spark of genius, that's our inner voice. That's what we have to listen to. But society conditions us to tell that voice to shut up, to tell us that we're not good enough. And it's absolutely possible to start reversing that and start hearing those dreams, those sparks of genius and start telling yourself, you know what, that might be my genius idea. Yeah, absolutely. And on those days when you or you know anybody else is feeling those negative thoughts starting to creep in, or they're just having an off day, you know, stuff has been going wrong all day. 
They just can't feel like they're going to get anything right. And what's your advice or tips to help them pull themselves out of that and kind of reconnect to their inner genius, as you mentioned? Yeah, well, I mean, a big thing that's so simple is to close your eyes and take some deep belly breaths. And I know that you've heard this before, but the reason is because it really works. And I know even for myself, I I sometimes am like, I don't have time for that. You know, I'm so stressed out right now. I have to do this, 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 and this. Take those five minutes and reconnect with yourself. Even if you don't hear your inner voice clearly like I do, take yourself out of the stressful situation. And you can do that. I don't care if you're in office, or where you are, as long as you're not, you know, if you're driving, pull your car over, obviously. But close your eyes, take some deep breaths, and imagine how do you want the next hour to go? You don't have to look at the next year, the next three days. Sometimes when we're looking at that huge, big picture, that's what's bringing in all the stress. Now, absolutely, sometimes we need to be looking at that big picture so we know where we're going. When we feel overwhelming stress, it means it's too much. We need to step back, focus on not all those things you're worried about for the next hour. Focus on, okay, what can I do? What's the one thing I can do to make the next hour go well and go in a way that has me relaxed? And I don't care if that means canceling a meeting. You take care of yourself because if you aren't taking care of yourself, you're not able to take care of your business. Yeah, I love that. I'm so all about finding ways to kind of do that. Like, you know, with meditation, there are all these, and even just some of these practices, there's all these misconceptions that you have to be cross-legged on a yoga mat and, you know, on the top of a mountain to connect with yourself. But I love that idea of you can do it anywhere, anytime. It doesn't have to be public. It doesn't have to be attention grabbing. It could just be a small taking those deep breaths and doing the next thing. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I have a secret to share with you about meditation. Okay. I know there's a million apps out there. There's a, there's a million uh, meditation downloads you can do. And the secret is you don't need any of it. You don't need somebody else to tell you how to connect with your inner self. Everything that you need is within you. All you need are a few quiet minutes with yourself, a few deep breaths, and you need to look at what is it that I want and just relax and think about something that makes you happy. The reason most people don't end up sticking with meditation is because it's overwhelming. Everybody in the world is trying to sell you the next best thing and you think you're not good enough. You are good enough. You don't need any of it. It's actually, it's in my mind, it's become ridiculous how meditation is being sold. There's nothing to sell. You can do it yourself. You don't need any of it. I love that. I I totally agree. And, you know, I would love to kind of switch gears for a minute. We talked about organization and how it's so important, but it can be really tough when you are all of a sudden wearing all the hats for the first time as a business. So have you found any tools or techniques that you have found really helpful that the listeners might be able to try to kind of improve their organizational skills? Well, so I tried a couple different planners and the one I have settled on is the uh, the Living Well Spending Less by uh, Ruth Sokup. And I also have joined Elite Blog Academy, which is 
which is uh, not an organizational skill thing, but just doing the planner is, is basically what I do. And then I also, I set a, a goal for every week now as I just, after my book was launched, first launching my book was the, was the huge thing. And I had a bunch of goals and I would keep track of everything in the planner. You know, what are my daily goals? And then what are my goals for the week? And then the big goal was, you know, six months, then three months, every month it was getting closer book launch. So now that that's done, I'm having to sort of redefine. So with being an author, there's there's so much because I don't just have a blog, you know, it's and I'm sure a lot of other people can can resonate with that. It's not just about your blog. You're also doing something else for your business at the same time. Your blog is probably just supporting what your actual business is. So I feel like as, as stay at home or not stay at home, but as people that have their own business, like it's just everything. And I, I know I've managed so many freelancers. Everything goes into the planner. And in the beginning, when it didn't, I was a mess. But that planner has absolutely changed my life. And I'm sure there are other good ones. I did try one other before that, and I, I really wasn't happy with it. But the um, yeah, the Living Well Spending Less Planner is really good because it has a place for for my goals at the front of every month, and and that helps me out. And it also helps because I do uh, I do crockpot meals for my family because I don't have time for anything else. So uh, I. I keep track of those in there because even though it's not business related, if we don't eat, then my business isn't going anywhere. So <laughs> yeah, I love my crock pot. I couldn't live without it. <laughs> That's awesome. And speaking of just any other recommendations, I would love for you to kind of talk about your, your book and explain where people can find that. But also if there's any other books or podcasts or courses out there that you found helpful that you would like to recommend that the listeners might find helpful as well. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I can recommend too that I just absolutely adore. Um, one of them is five minutes to famous. And I found that through being in Elite Blog Academy, I got an email about it. And so five minutes to famous is absolutely awesome. If you're looking for basically free PR, it actually really does get it. I went from having no PR at all to having four articles published in about a week. So that's, and I mean like major articles. So that's like, uh, I, yeah. That's like the best tip I've ever gotten. The other thing I've done, which I mentioned was Elite Blog Academy, which I'm still in the beginning stages of that because the original focus of my, my business was just getting the book launched. But now that it's launched, I'm really starting to follow that more. And uh, I think that Arusoka really does know what she's doing. So those are two major recommendations. But if you can just do one, I would recommend the, the PR one. So that's Five Minutes to Famous. And wow, I mean mind-blowing and they have an amazing Facebook group that I'm always popping into because you get the best advice there too so that that's been a huge game changer for me and then oh and the other thing I did was sign up to I, I think it was podcastguest.com and that has helped so much because uh, I've been contacted by so many people in the beginning I was I was just going out and basically like cold calling through email different podcast guests and different bloggers but signing up this way has brought people to me and that really simplifies it because I just don't have the time to go out and really individually uh, solicit people and then you know I would love it if people would come visit me at erinworley.com I have an amazing freebie on there for you to learn more about the power of your inner voice. Uh, you can buy One Truth, One Law on Amazon. And I would I would love to hear your thoughts and visit me. Great. Do you have any social media accounts where people can connect with you there? 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm on Instagram at Erin Worley and uh, we have a lot of fun there. We, re- we really do. <laughs> it's a fun place. Awesome. Well, I'll link to all those in the show notes. And Erin, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I feel like I've learned a lot and it was such a pleasure to talk with you. Okay. I had so much fun. Thank you for having me. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed today's interview. Don't forget that you can check out previous episodes as well as all the show notes at www.hustlenomicspodcast.com. If you want to support the show, you can head over to iTunes and leave a rating or a review. Each review means so much to me and it really helps the podcast on the business end. If you want to find another way to support the show, we're also on Patreon. You can find a link to our Patreon on our website. If you have any questions or you have a topic you would like to hear covered on the show, feel free to DM me on Instagram or send me an email. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Hustlenomics Podcast. Be sure to visit www.hustlenomicspodcast.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover bonus content. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear more, just head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. For questions about the podcast or if you want to apply to be a guest, use the contact form found on our website. Thank you for listening, and until next time, keep hustling.